The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. The moon, yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. What are we going to do as a church? Our souls need to wake up. We need to respond to the gospel of Jesus. He said, go into the world. We don't want to deal with reality, Christian. We don't even want to deal with reality even though we've been saved from this place. I'm calling on you today in the name of Jesus to rise up to the call of God. Christ is coming back soon. If I start telling people about hell, I might just scare them off. Where are you going to scare them off to? Hell number two? People stop and think about it. If hell really exists, and it does, I didn't say that Jesus did, then don't you think people need to know about it? Can't you at least give them a fighting chance? Or are you just going to sit there and let them burn? Good night. Welcome to another Don't Let Them Burn. This is Chris. I got my brother. And this is Rory. Good night. Good night. Good night, everyone. First, we want to start off and tell you how you can reach us. Uh, go to www.don'tletthemburn.com. You can send us a message there if you have any questions. You can reach us on Facebook, on Twitter, and now on Instagram. Uh, so, any way you want to reach out, just reach out, ask questions, or uh, give uh, comments to tonight show or any other show that's previous. And tonight we're going into what in the world are we doing? What in the world are we doing? This question is yes, a broad um, question. Absolutely. Um before we, 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 we go, um I just wanna encourage people to really um ask questions and um even before we go any deeper or into some of these uh, subject matters, that I would uh, implore everyone to um, don't listen to what we're saying, but research for yourself. Go and 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 open your your Bible and and see what the Holy Spirit is saying. And you know, um, also for those of who those of you who are out there who are listening and. Um, who say that um, God doesn't exist and could be an anarchist or whatever you are. I, I just want to let you know that his grace is sufficient and he's there. And he says also in his word that there's coming a day when every man's heart, every man's heart is going to fail them. Every man's heart is going to not fail them. Every man's heart is going to be gripped on that day with fear. They won't even want to let their minds go and think. The Bible says there's a great and dreadful day coming. And he's going to come back to judge us all for what we have done in this life, what we have done with the time that we have had. What What are we doing? Um, it's so important. If you don't believe, seek out for yourself. If you don't believe, I ask you to ask him one question, just one question. Lord, reveal yourself to me. And he will reveal himself to you, if you truly want to learn. Excuse me. 
Um, with that, um, what in the world is are we doing? What's going on? What are we doing, Chris? What are we now, trying let's, to achieve? Let's bring, let's bring everything up, up, everybody up to speed. Last week we covered drones. We covered the aspect of drones and artificial technology, or, or artificial intelligence, I should say, um, and where it's going, and some of the, the some parts of the transhumanism movement. So this week we're going to continue that that conversation. For those that didn't hear the last conversation, it it got really deep, and we showed a lot of aspects of. And so this week, we're going to go into even more of this, these hybrids and super soldiers and robots that can transform. We're, we're, going to, we're going to touch on CERN again and HARP and a couple other interesting things. Just to show you what the, the mind of, of man is doing to, one, the world and the, the, the community, the world community, where they're trying to bring us, the era they're trying to bring us to. And so, you know, we talked about predictive programming last week. And a lot of our movies and video games and things, like, even though they're coming from different sides of the planet or marching to the beat of the same drum, and that's technology taking over, uh, humans becoming gods, or humans melding with machines, or robotic wars, or these things. So these are broad subjects, and we could spend one hour, uh, one show on one of these subjects, but we're going to try to, try to do, do a couple of skipping and hopping over these so that you could just get a circumference of what's going on, because we don't want you to miss that all of these things are connected, and some of these things are coming out from the same agency. So anyway, as we continue, or you want to start us off here? Yes, um, yes, I wanted to just say... Um, before we go into anything, I think we should start off with um, just a little scripture, and then um, we will just delve right into to where we're going to go. And we're going to go to Genesis 11. Genesis 11. And why Genesis 11 is because um, I'm, we're just going to sort of just open up there and show you where everything is headed. So we go back to Genesis 11, and it says there, Genesis 11, 1, and the whole earth was one language and of one speech. And it came to pass as they journeyed from the east that they found a plain in the land of Shinar, and they dwelt there. And they said one to another, Go to, and let us make brick, and burn them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone, and slime had they for mortar. And they said, Go to, let us build a city and a tower whose top may reach to the heaven. And let us make us a name, lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of this whole earth. And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the children of man had built. And the Lord said, Behold, the people are one, and they have all one language. 
and this they began to do. And now nothing will be restrained from them which they have imagined to do. Go to, let us go down there and confound their language that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad from hence upon the face of the whole earth and they left off to build the city. Therefore the name of which it's called Babel because the Lord did there confound the languages of all the earth and from hence did the Lord scatter them abroad upon the face of the earth. All right, so that's Genesis 1 to verse 9. Um, Genesis chapter 11, 1 to Sorry, nine. Genesis chapter 11, verse 1, um, verse 1 to 9. And why I chose that particular topic, or that, why did we um, choose that? Because it says a lot of things there, you know, and I'm just, it says that men had, um, they wanted to build a tower to heaven. And the tower, were they necessarily going to build a tower, Chris, that would reach to the heavens? Was that what was all that was going on? It wasn't the height of the tower. For a long time, a lot of people thought that the tower itself was just going to go into the heavens. But that wasn't it. It wasn't necessarily the height. It was the other things that were going on going on there. Right, they wanted and to open up a portal. Exactly, exactly. They wanted to open up a portal. And if you remember, God said, um, be fruitful and multiply and go and replenish the earth. And, you know, that's what he said. Go and, go and replenish the, the earth. But they said, no, we, we don't want to replenish the earth. What we want to do, we're going to stay here. And they said, we're going to go and we're going to build this thing up to heaven. Okay, so the things that they had at the time is they had pitch, mortar. Those are the physical things. But more important than what they were using was that they were all in one accord. They were all in one accord. One language. There was no, there was nothing that was um, impossible for them to do. Right. And so there you have your first new world order. All right there. Exactly. <clears throat> exactly. So God um, confounded the language, and we talked about this before, but we're just trying to, right. you know, show you what 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 we're going back to. Basically, we're going back to the same new order. Um, but we have right. we don't we don't even know how many people on the planet then, but the whole world was, was in this in or in this uh, area because here is where exactly. all the languages were split in, from one language exactly. to seven thousand. Okay. Right. So we don't know the number of the people that were there, but it was many. And now we have uh, people stretched around the world, supposed to be, and now we're we're finding ways to communicate uh, faster and and be able to translate languages in seconds uh, through. Right. But not only that, Chris. Mm-hmm. But not only that, God came down and confounded the languages in the Old Testament. Okay. In the New Testament, He came. And by using one language, through the work of the Holy Spirit, he was able to speak to all men. And they heard in their own tongues. That's what he did. That was the divine 
um, that was a divine work that he did. However, man, on the other hand, is also is trying to do their own thing. And you alluded to it. You said now they're trying to, um, as we speak, like if we were speaking, if I was speaking in Spanish and you were speaking in English, English we have technology today that the words will be translated immediately so you would be able to understand and comprehend what I'm saying. Correct? Right. Right. And we also have the UN. We also have the UN, United Nations, that these are the kings of the earth. So they come together and they plan to do the same thing. They're doing the same thing today. So they sit down and they have interpreters that would, you'd hear a man speaking, and an interpreter, they'd put something over their ear or earphone or whatever, and they would hear it in their own language, their own tongue, and are able to listen simultaneously to what's going on. So now they have broken the, the barrier, so to speak. Um, and in, in, um, in Psalms 2, let, the word says, let, let us cast their bands of thunder. So man is trying to cast the bands off that God has created, the restrictions. So now, do you think that it has stopped? It hasn't stopped. They're continuing to do the same things today. Go ahead, Chris. This has been going around for uh, thousands of years uh, through different occult practices, pagan rituals, this, that, and the other. Some some of them think they come from the line of Cain and all these other things, Luciferians, basically. And... Uh, but but here it is. We have this new technology or technologies that have been around for decades now, like you said, to translate through the microphone or the headpiece. And now we have Skype trying to do a universal translator, just like Star Trek. Um, <clears throat> so have been trying to get back to doing this one language thing. Uh, it just doesn't seem like that now in our everyday world because of Western civilization, Eastern civilization, how we live our daily lives. But it should be more, if you know about computer technology, things like uh, instant messages, MMS, AIM, uh, uh, and, and other ones out there, you should know that this, this, this thing where we, we get to translate things is becoming more frequent. They even have a website called um, Babblefish, something like that, where you can go on and, and you know, translate the languages. And you also have Google Translate and other means out there. So... It, it it just helps information to move faster, especially through this thing we call the internet. We talked about that last week. Uh, ARPA became ARPANET, that became DARPA. You know, they are the ones that basically created this thing that we have here called the internet. And there's good, there's a good side to it, and a dangerous side to it, as, as with all technology. But this neural order, it's going to have to become this thing where people could translate do things fast, move around the world, send things around the world fast, just like it, when the two witnesses are, are, are martyred in the, in the end times, in the, the seven-year uh, tribulation, you're going to see that people will be exchanging gifts, and that, that's in the Bible. So before, in the, in the 90s, when you heard about this, people were wondering, how could they do this? Or they would just say, oh, they're going to have a satanic Christmas or something like that, you know? Uh, but now it's coming more evident that it's going to be through the technology that they'll be able to exchange gifts so fast to celebrate the deaths of these two people that went around preaching the gospel of Christ and doing miracles. 
So that's one piece of the, uh, the pie, as I call it, where have everybody coming to back to the one language to get information faster, to do evil faster. And, and many of them don't see it as evil uh, because they're obviously blinded by the God of this world. So they think they, 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 they believe in the live evolution and they want to progress man to the state uh, where, they, where they're going to be immortal in their, by their means, by their understanding. Uh, like I said in the beginning of the show, merging man with machine or transferring the soul into another vessel, whether it be a clone or a robot or an avatar or hologram, whatever they want to call it. And these concepts are not foreign to people that have watched sci-fi, read comic books, um, cartoons, blockbuster movies. All of these ideas are right there in the the entertainment that we watch. But now, these concepts are coming out into yeah. our reality. Our reality. And even though some of the listeners might be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know? Right. Everything is going to make sense by the end of the show. Um, if this is your first time hearing, a, hearing on subjects like this. Because what was once science fiction has now become reality. And that's where we go back to predictive programming because the concepts that these writers had came from somewhere. And a lot of them, believe it or not, were talking to spirits. Others weren't. Because once you put an idea in the populace, other people tend to gravitate toward it. Just like um, artwork. You, you'll see something like a Rembrandt painting and you'll see another artist copy that work, and then another artist copy that work and make it their own. That's, that's the, how the concepts of, of design change over time. So it's the same thing with stories. Basically, when we're watching movies, we're really watching, I think, five stories being repeated in different ways. Um, a damsel in distress, a hero, and a, a, a man that um, is his mentor, the mentor dies. The hero steps up after that and becomes what he's supposed to do and saves the damsel. You've seen that in many movies taught over and over and over again. So it doesn't mean that well, all, the, all of the creators of the stories or this, that, and other are speaking to the spirits, but it came from a source is, my, is what I'm trying to tell you. So, Well, <clears throat> Chris, yeah, one second. You raised some valid points there. And you're saying, you're talking about an artist and how the artist copies and repeats and copies and repeats. One of the things I realized in, in um, doing the, the study for this week, I was looking at some of the movies that are out, and you're so right in what you're saying. I look at the trailer for Fantastic Four. I looked at several other trailers. And you know what's amazing, Chris? A lot of the movies that are coming out do the same thing. They're repeating the same storyline right. of another dimension. Mm-hmm. And it's being repeated in a lot of the movies. And what's coming online now, we're going to talk about it a little bit later. But I'm just saying, I, you know, we never spoke before, but what you're saying is so true. 
And they're planting images in people's minds. That's what right. I was saying. Right. You're correct. And, you see, if we don't know the source, then we'll just think it's somebody's great idea. And, and I know this is kind of straying a little bit off of it, but uh, trust me, it's not. It's, it's really, it's all entangled. Because one generation didn't influence the next, then we would still be on horse and buggy. You know, we, we, we would be driving cars right now. You know, um, if, if, if um, Tesla didn't do what he did uh, back when, in the early 1900s, um, he wouldn't have influenced the scientists that studied his work. It, it, his work was a blueprint to the robotics that we have today. So where did he get his ideas from? He has a little background in spiritism. So I'm I'm not saying, I'm not saying that all technology came from demons. I'm not saying that. But a lot of these guys were in contact with spirits. And we and we showcased that even the scientists in our UFO study a few weeks ago. We showed you that the scientists were doing the same thing we're talking about, some of the writers were doing, some of the adventures we're doing. And, and, and this has been going on for a long time. So, Knowing all that, that somehow through whatever means, whether it be a movie or a TV show or a book, that these ideas have been passed down from one source, I would say, and then mingling itself with science, we have these ideas that have come to life now. I mean, they have a machine now that can replicate food. and if you it, right now it's replicating a pizza, and the pizza yeah. comes out, it doesn't it doesn't taste like your average you know pizza shop, but it tastes like a pizza. This idea was seen in Star Trek. Okay, Star Trek. Right now they could do it. In um the Terminator movie, you said you have these killer robots in the future that's chasing these people through time. That this director that made the movie. Uh, took from another person, a writer from the 70s, that had the same idea, but not as advanced, okay? But now, uh, through DARPA and um, the Boston Dynamic, which, is, uh, which was also uh, mimicked in the, in the, in the, in the uh, TV show Fringe as um, Boston, um, Massive Dynamic, sorry, Right, and this place was a place where they made a whole bunch of weird gadgets and things that would uh, manipulate people's DNA and all these things. The, the, here it goes again. This this place with DARPA, Boston Dynamics, you have these. Uh, they're making killer robots and animal robots that could run faster than cheetah. You know. These ideas are not just somebody's idea from today, you know? So man has gathered itself to mimic what God has created. God has created life in abundance. The animals outside, the birds, everything, name it, God created it. Okay? So man intends to mimic that. Because, I mean, what else are you going to do? 
Are you going to cre- create a six-legged horse? That might not work right. So you're going to create something that's natural to your habitat or the planet's habitat to uh, do or transfer bioweapons or do some hunting for you or some reconnaissance or basically hunt down whoever you wanted to. You know, this one uh, thing here is called Big Dog, and it's the most advanced rough terrain robot on Earth. Well, hold on, hold on, uh, you hold on. You got to slow down. Hold on. Hold on, man. Hold on, man. Okay. I know you talked about the Boston Dynamics and you talked about that. You're talking about – so we're talking about another type of robot also. You could say what? A drone? Yeah. This is a drone? It's a now, walking drone. Yeah. As of now, it's controlled by man. The AI isn't okay. developed yet for it to go off on its own. At least I don't know that. You know, we're seeing what the internet not going to Well, I've heard, uh, heard that some of these things have been. But anyway, continue, my brother. Yeah. So this big dog, you could uh, listeners, you can look this up. It's it's public knowledge, not something that you got to go far and wide to find. Big dog, you can find a live video on, on on the internet. Um, so it's a rough terrain robot that can walk, can run, it can climb, and it carries heavy loads. It's also powered by an engine that drives a hydraulic actuation system. Um, and it's it's the size of a large dog or a small mule. It's about three feet long, two point five feet wide. Uh, sorry, two point five feet tall and and weighs two hundred and forty pounds. So and what about the load that it can carry? It can carry a lot of load too, can it? Oh yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not. Um, let me see. It, it, it can carry three hundred and forty pounds. Three hundred forty pounds. And this is not one of the running animals here. This is one of the uh, just the run-of-the-mill climb, reconnaissance, stuff like that, you know. Um, and it, it it basically, it can go anywhere you want it to. And it, it, let me see here. It says, Big Dog's onboard computer controls, locomotion process sensors, and handles communications with the user. Its control system keeps its balance uh, manages locomotion on wide varieties of terrains and does navigation. Sensors for locomotion include joint precision, joint force, ground con- uh, contact, ground load, and gyroscope. Um, I think it's LIDAR, L-I-D-A-R. So I'm not sure if it's an acronym. But anyway, and a stereo vision system. So it has a lot of good technology in it. You know, it has hydraulic pressure in, oil temperature, engine functions, battery chargers, you know, and, and, and all these other things, right? And it can walk across rubble. It can climb muddy hiking trails, walks in snow and water, and as we said before, it carries 240 pounds. Development of this uh, of the original Big Dog robot was founded by DARPA, which is uh, the biggest uh, advanced research firm in uh, America. And they had and, many and, other contraptions they're working on. Okay. And they work but in tangent. With we we got to also let people know. I think we also have to let people know that the technology that we're talking about, folks, tonight is actually quite old. Okay? Yeah. This is from 2008. This is when it came out. So 
are they advanced? Are they more advanced um, robots? Like what, um, like what Chris was saying? Definitely, a lot more advanced. Can do a lot more. And you, you, you alluded to the. I think it was the cheetah that they made. Um, that could. I think at that time. I think it was like two years ago. Could run at thirty miles an hour. Could run yeah. at thirty um, miles an hour. So j- just imagine a, the advancement yeah. that has been made. I could give a little, and 30 miles per hour is it's not something to laugh at either. Because the fastest no, no, tanks are 25 miles per hour. <laughs> you know? For a short so, distance of time. For, for a short, short period distance of, time. of time. Exactly. So, I mean, here it is. The cheetah is a four-footed robot that gallops at 28 miles per hour, uh, which, which, as of August 2012, is a land speed record for leg robots. So they're, they're, they're advancing quickly. Um, the previous record was 13 miles per hour in um, 1989, okay? Uh, the cheetah development is founded by DARPA, of course, uh, for maximum mo- mo- mobility and manipulation program. This robot has an uh, articulated back that flexes back and forth on each step, thereby increasing its stride and running, and running speed, much like the animal does. Um, the original cheetah robot runs on a high-speed treadmill in the laboratory where it is powered by an off-board hydraulic pump and uses a boom-like device to keep it running in the center of the treadmill. A free-running cheetah that will operate more uh, naturally is in the field. Now, remember, this is old. Named the Wildcat, uh, unveiled to the public on October 3, uh, 2013. A similar but independently developed robot, also known as Cheetah, is made by MIT's Biometric Robot Lab which by 2014 could jump over obstacles while running. We're in 2015. So we have these advanced, I mean, and I know that you're going to have two sides of the coin when it comes to this type of technology. You're going to have the people that are for, the people that are not for, and the people that are sort of in the middle, okay? Because they just can't believe that um, some of these things could be for nefarious reasons. But there's going to become a time on this planet where we're going to have to run. And, I, and it might not even be from this. It might be something more advanced. That's just the, the, where all of this is going, you know? Uh, so just think about what, what, the, what I just read there. And that, that's from Wikipedia uh, about Boston Dynamics, right? And we're talking about animals that are not real. I mean, just imagine what we see are wire-framed, they, they carry some backpacks, uh, and they basically look clunky and ugly. And, but just imagine if they wanted to put a real touch to these things. Because when they move, when, when I saw the, the man push the thing to the side, and the way it tried to get back up looked so eerie and creepy, and I saw the comments on the video, and everybody was saying the same thing. Because <laughs> it looked like an actual the actual movements of an animal, you know? So all you have to do is put some nice artwork on it, make it look real, put some fur on it, or some synthetic skin, which they are working on, by the way. Synthetic skin that they could put, just like in the Terminator movies, the new ones where, no, the old one is just the same, where they have a synthetic skin, uh, and when you shoot bullets at it, maybe peel off or something like that or whatever. But it it ages, and and it, this is, this is stuff, that they're working on right now, okay? So the time's going to come where 
might see these things on the street patrolling your neighborhood. Or maybe you won't see them until it's time for them to take action, whatever it may be, you know. Uh, of course, the military is going to use it first, just like the drone. military had drones first, right? <clears throat> then we started getting more public knowledge about it. And now we're seeing it coming out in the public populace. It, it's going to take the same precedent every time, you know. So um, now we're getting uh, the, the drone that every uh, citizen could buy now, and they're bringing up laws about it. We'll, we'll, we'll touch on that a little later. But not to, not, I don't want to hover over this, this animal part too long. But they have another one called... Little dog, when we touch on big dog, little dog is a small quadru, sorry, quadruped uh, robot developed by DARPA, of course, Boston Dynamics. Unlike big dog, which it is run by Boston Dynamics, little dog is for other initiations. Um, little dog has four legs, each powered by three electric motors. The legs have a large range of motion. The robot is strong enough to climb and dynamic lo- locomotion get, uh, gates. The onboard PC level computer does sensing and controls the communication. Uh, little dog sensors measure joint angles, motor uh, currents, body orientation, and foot ground contact. Control program access the robot through the, the Boston Dynamic Robot API. Onboard lithium powered uh, batteries allow. For 30 minutes of continuous operation without recharging, but this thing it doesn't just look like it, it, it looks strange. That's all I can say. And there's another one called Atlas, a humanoid, wide-frame robot. It stands on two legs, has two arms, and it has a head, and and of course a torso and, a, and the rest of the body, right? And mm-hmm. this is all old news. <laughs> this is all old news, you know? Yeah. Uh, again, this is from 2000. Okay, so 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 Chris, you, know? you you basically touched on on um, some of the the um, genetic, not, well not genetic, but some of the um, robotic animals that they have. But we also have some other things that are also going on too. Um, what about the um, the the super soldier that they want to build? The Army of the Future. Um, yeah, that's a big one right there, too. Uh, but we have to kind of like tread back a little bit, uh, step back a little bit, because the super soldier is, again, not a new idea. But many people might not believe that this can happen either. But before I even go into one of the people that are developing this, just think comic books. Think this idea... The six million dollar man, Steve Austin, right, astronaut. He, uh, That's there cra- exactly. Uh, gets wrecked in a, in a in a in a in a plane crash, and they have to spend six million dollars to put robotics into this man. It's like the first uh, cyborg, and he goes and does missions and you know all these other things. Uh, that was an idea back in the seventies, and it was a good show, right? So that's right. One it, of the it, 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 it was it was very it was very popular. Right, and they tried to resurrect the series by having the female version of him in um, the early 2000s, right? And the, the show wasn't a success, but it, you know, whatever. So then, but before him, there was a there was another super soldier, and we've seen the super soldier come back up recently in the Marvel movie. 
his name is Captain America. So right. Captain right. America was invented a while back, before, you know, World War II era, you know, and that was basically the first, or one of the first, I should say, iterations of a super soldier that came into the public scene. But he's the most popular, okay? So well, what is the super I, soldier I, I, made of? He's, hmm? Well, well all right, man. I'm going to go into oh. that a little bit. Well, I'm, I just, right. this part, I'm just, I'm just going to cover right. that, and then I'm, I'm going to let you talk. Um, basically, he was a, a, a wimpy dude, um, but he wanted to be in the military and all this stuff, and he fought into a super soldier program. And they gave him the thing that would change the DNA of his body to make him superhuman. And he could do all sorts of superhuman tricks, flips, this, that, and all this, superhuman strength and, and whatever comes with it. So that's what you see now in the recent Captain America movies. Um, and, and in those movies, you don't really get to see his full capability because of whatever budget or whatever. But um, go ahead, Rory. You can go into that. All right. So, uh, you know, and, and a lot of times when we talk about this thing, you say, well, what does it have to do with what we're talking about? What does it have to do with what we started out with when we read uh, Genesis 11? Um, it all ties in together. It sounds as as weird as ever, but it all ties in together. And if you, sometimes you, um, when we speak about these things, people might think that we are we are not um, we are just being hokey, for lack of a better word, or just talking nonsense. But you know, these articles are all over Daily Mail, and this is from August 13, 2012. The Army of the Future. Soldiers will be able to run at Olympic speed and won't need food or sleep with gene technology. So genome technology. This is, um, if most people want to know, this is putting in that third strand, that DNA strand, into the, the, the double helix. Putting in that third strand in the DNA. Or, sorry, right, the, the, right, to make that triple strand. And what they're trying to do, in other words, God created human beings. He said he created them after their own kind. And men are saying now, hey, we think we can do this better than what God did. So they're hoping that they would be able to trigger the cells of injured soldiers to rebuild their lost limbs. Just like a crab, you you know, um, in I think in Florida they have the stone crabs, and they just pop the, the claws off, and come back a year later the claws are grown back again. So it's like they're able to molt, and this is this is this is um what we would call, and they're doing this now. This is research that's going on today. This is where our funding is going to. Tomorrow's soldier will be able to run at Olympic speed and be able to go for days without food and sleep if the new research into gene manipulation is successful. According to the U.S. Army plans for the future, their soldiers will be able to carry huge weights, live off the fat stored in for extended periods, even regal limbs blown apart by bombs. The plans were revealed by a novelist, Simon Conway, who was granted a behind-the-scenes access to the Pentagon High-Tech Defense Advanced Research Project Agency. 
So these are what they're planning to do. And this, again, this was a couple years back. So more than likely, and and we're looking at, um, so what they're going to be doing, and let's just talk a little bit. What they're going to be doing is they're going to be looking at various animals or various, or various whatever it could be, and seeing how they could put some of that DNA of that animal, that plant, whatever it is, into the human, and allowing the human's DNA to be altered to do what he or she needs to do. And, for instance, um, when, and I'll just give you one, a lion would sit down and eat, and he would eat a huge meal, and it could last him for a couple of days. And he could move for a long period of time, or like an elephant, that the, 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 the fats are stored and animal can move for a longer period of time. Just taking all the, all the, the, the great things of these different animals that God had created and trying to put them together to make this super soldier. You say, but what are you talking about? This has nothing to do with the Bible. Yes, it does. If you go back and look in Genesis 6, it says that um, talks about the sons of God when they came down and slept with women. And um, it talks about also there that Noah and his family were the only ones that were perfect in their generation. So there was no gene manipulation going on when Noah was there. So that's why Noah was saved into the ark, because everything outside was corrupted. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, I was just going to say that, um, you know, they corrupted the animals too, so it's it's going on with what you're saying. But but, but, but you know what? Also, for for people to have some type of... um, Because, see, everybody doesn't watch the same movie, so it's kind of hard to have everybody relate to the same thing. But if you look back at the board identity, he was a super soldier. He was genetically bred to do and he was under MK Ultra Mind Control. And and even in the recent born one, what they, what were the whole movie premise was about this guy that they were trying to get rid of for him to go and viral himself off of the the, the uh the drugs they gave him to, that enhanced his body. Because he he went into the program and now he can't even remember what was going on, just like Jason Bourne. Same thing, you know, and there's many, many movies out there like, but those are some of the recent ones that people should be able to understand or get triggered their memory right away, get, you know, once we talk about it. So, yeah, go right. ahead. And, you know, so we look at the super soldier and we say, oh, okay, wow. So what is cloning? We talk, you know, cloning is happening, you know, um, and this is for another article in The Guardian, and this was um, Thursday, um, January 30th, 2014, researchers have created gene- genetically modified monkeys with a revolutionary new procedure that enables scientists to cut and paste DNA of living organisms. So you see what we're talking about? They are able to go in and manipulate the genome of the animals. And remember, God said in the beginning, he said he created them after their own kind. So, in other words, what God did, he was the one that put 
the bars. He was the one that put the gateways in. He says, well, this is a monkey. A monkey will be a monkey will be a monkey after that. A lion will be a lion will be a lion after its own kind. Now, men have started to alter the genome, and they've altered it. And you say, well, it's only for military purposes. No, they've altered it in salmon where they put human genetics in the salmon and the salmon are bigger because they want a higher yield. These things are not these things are done today all across the board. But well, wait a minute. In varying let's forms. Let's backtrack for a little bit. Just to show them you know, this this, not, this is nothing new. This is out there. You know, they have glow in the dark cats. You know, there's a scientist in yeah. Taiwan, I think he makes glow in the dark pigs. They attach the human ear to a rat. You know, it's just a lot of disgusting things going on in there. And a lot of this is going on in your food, too. But that's not what the show is about tonight. So, um, you know, you have a, a sheep out there that's been genetically spliced with a spider. And it, it the, the sheep basically weaves silk that they use for army um, vests, for army vests. So that has been out there for a long time. So this is this is not something that came out last week or you know, last month. It's been going on for years. So um, it's, it just takes you know to, for you to take what we're giving you and for you to go search it out for yourself to see all the facts that there are out out there on these things and what it means for our world in the not the the future of 2050 but out the future of now. <laughs> like you know next week two months, a year, whatever, um, it, however long it's going to take for these things to reach the human populace in whatever form it comes. Because this is serious business. Serious business. And, um, you know, you know, before people would say, oh, gloom and doom, and you have no idea. You have no idea. And there's a lot of money behind it. <clears throat> a lot of money behind it. And I just wanted to... Lots um, of money. If you don't mind, I, I want to go back to the to the super soldier for a little second. Sure, because I, I I want to touch on I want to say something about it too. Okay, all go right. Ahead. And okay. like you said, you this, this, this all right. This same article here, it's 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 basically talking about a little bit what you said, but it goes uh, a little bit further because of course going back to DARPA again and the, the, the Department of Defense, the, the DOD, as other people know it, and it says here scientists are are researching the construction of the soldier that feels no pain, no terror, and do not suffer from fatigue or test on the uh, the wiring of the human brain, uh, furthered by uh, what's the jo- Jonathan Marino, professor of bi- uh, bioethics at Pennsylvania State University. Marino is working with the DOD in understanding ne- neuroscience. The Pentagon allocated four hundred million, and so. What in the world are we doing? You know, this is the same stuff you see in the movies where one, one, most of these soldiers are going to be under some type of mind control because the stuff that they're talking about here usually comes with mind control where you don't fear anything. You know, uh, um, and <clears throat> go ahead. I'm, I'm even going to go a little further um, into this. This is from uh, September 25, 2012. The Defense Advanced Research Projects, we talked about it, DARPA, has a $2 billion, that's two with a B, yearly budget for researching 
for research into creating a super soldier as well as developing a synthetic police force. Working with a human genome, DARPA, hopes to manipulate certain gene expressions in the experimentation, DARPA and the military-industrial-pharmaceutical complex are using natural abilities that are enhanced through the genetic engineering. We're not finished yet. Some of the medical feats DARPA would like to enhance are the ability of the military soldiers to regrow limbs and destroy them in battle. That's one. We talked about that before. By eliminating empathy, the Department of Defense, the DOD, hopes to enhance a soldier's ability to kill without care or remorse, shows no fear, can fight battle without fatigue, generally behave more like a machine than a man. Yeah, and and, and the interesting part about that article is they said synthetic police force. Synthetic means not real, Okay. You make synthetic oil, it's not, you know, the original thing, you know? So here we go. It's basically talking about a superhuman police force or a police force that, force that looks human, but on the inside is 100% not, you know? And, 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 and also, you're right, and also for doing this too, you see, you would be able to grow these in a lab, and you can send 100,000 of them out there to go wipe out a nation. And you don't have right. to worry about feed, feeding them. You don't have to worry about repairing. You don't have to worry about any of these other things. You say, hey, we need that piece of land. Just go ahead and get it. And it's exactly. done. And, and that brings us into the robot wars, um, which, look, uh, we, we're, there's a pastor named Pastor Billy Crone. He's working on a, DVD, a documentary called Attack of the Drone. Skynet is coming. And we'll be covering more of this in the coming months. So look out for that uh, because we're not going to go into every subject here tonight. But this is this is very important information, very important information for you to know because let's just say, you know, every, all of us are raising kids. What what world are our kids going to grow up into if we're here for that long, you know? And, you know, you know another thing, Chris, Yeah. when we, when we sit and talk about this, it's not even so much about the, the, the children, and, and that's very important. When I look at this and, I, and we're going over it, the only thing I, I think of is that man was created in the image of God. Exactly. Man being created in God's image. And when man's DNA is altered, man has no spirit, no feeling. He is no more, um, he is not created in the image of God anymore when you create something that would have no feeling. If you're able to go in to manipulate the genes that would, in the mind, a person would have feelings or there's remorse or shows emotion. And if you're able to remove emotions, although emotions are not the biggest part, but if you're able to remove a person's emotions, can you imagine what you're able to do with that person? Right. And then on top of that, what they're going to do is merge that person with some type of brain chip, yeah. you know, that they'll probably merge his, his, his own consciousness with some type of AI, you know, to bring him to a somewhat what they quote-unquote call a higher intelligence. 
And we saw there's a movie. Or a hybrid. Sorry. Or a hybrid. The movie, sorry, a TV show, where the guy had the the brain in his chip. I'm sorry, chip in his brain. It was called, Mm -hmm. the TV show was called Intelligence. It was only on for one season. But in there, they talked about transhumanism. They talked about all these things that we're talking about. And it was right in front of everybody's face, but nobody knew what they were talking about. You know, it's like, what's going on here? You know, and this guy, basically, his the chip had him linked to the Internet. And he could just pull up the information on people and, and create this uh, hologram in his mind to recreate a crime scene or what, what should have happened here. And he could see it. You know, th- this is the technology that's being worked on right now. They're mapping the mind, making brain chips, super soldiers, and all these uh, fascinating ideas that would just lead to destruction. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. you know, be aware. Trying to reverse aging. That. They're doing a lot of different things. But there's yeah. a lot of money. And, and the money is, if you want to look and see, the money is being given to the colleges. So these young folks who are going into genetics um, and some of these other sciences, this is what they're doing. They're trying to alter man's DNA or to reverse or to make man better than what? In their own minds. In their own minds. To make man better. Because remember, because man had sinned, there are time limits or limits that God has placed on it. Not time. Well, there is a time limit. So he said man can only live to 120 years. Now today, men are saying, hey, we want to create an AI that you can live forever. Or, hey, let us try to see if we can reverse the aging process in mice or in this or in that. Or let us see, you know, when a person reaches 50, they start getting old. Can we reverse aging? Can we, are we allowed to? Let's try and see if we can alter the DNA or why the skin ages. Let's try and see if we can alter aging. So these are the things that men are trying to do. So men, the heart, the Bible says the heart of men are desperately wicked. And these are the things that they're, they're running or racing towards at a very rapid pace. And here's an interesting thing. I'm, I'm going to jump into the, the next subject real quick, okay? We just talked about super soldiers that might be able to fix themselves or, you know, run after getting wounded and, and all these incredible things that we see in the comic books, right? And we just said that they're going to merge computers or robots with man, right? They're going to do that. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't they want the, the computers or the robots the, to be able to repair themselves? Isn't that, isn't that a question that should be asked? Well, here we are. We have this one robot in space. Well, I wouldn't call it a robot. I call it more like a space station, sort of. And it actually it is a space station. And it has AI there on it. And it's called Dextry. And it's the first robot to repair itself. That's its ability, to repair itself. So you don't have to send humans up there anymore to do, to do all this work that costs millions of dollars. So it's D-E-X-T-R-E. Set up for yourself, and you can see that's the first robot able to repair itself. But it's not the only robot now. It was the first, but it's not the only one. You also have robots that... This robot here, I don't know the name of it yet, but... Give me a second here. It says, this is for the BBC News. It said, robot learns to keep going with broken legs. 
Um, here it is. It says, engineers have taken a step towards having machines that can operate when damaged by developing a robot that can teach itself to walk, even with a broken leg. Using intelligent trail or error, quote unquote, their six-legged robot learned how to walk again in less than two minutes. And uh, this new te technique will enable more robust, robust, effective, autonomous robots. The engineers behind the robot said. They said the aim was to mimic the behavior of injured animals. You got the same thing again. The trail and the, sorry, the trial and error methodology could have ramifications for robots used in the workplace and for military purposes. A robot that can uh, keep attacking, no matter how damaged, brings to mind a relentless android from the Terminator film. And here uh, in the caption where it has a big ugly robot, it says, the Terminator, thought fictional, could figure out how to keep going injured. You know? So according to one expert, uh, adaptive robotics is the cutting edge, is in the cutting edge of the field. Most robots currently sit in factories and perform very simple tasks and functions. Scientists want to get robots stand new and changing situations. And here's a quote. The real change, uh, challenge was, uh, sorry, the real challenge we are pursuing in robotics is robots that can adapt to uncertain and unstructured environments. So, you know, it, there's a thing here where they want the robot to fix itself, think for itself, uh, if it's injured and can't fix itself, well, guess what? Learn how to do it while you're you learn how to do your, your your programming while you're injured. And we've seen this all over the place in movies too. You wow, know? that's Skynet. Uh, that's Skynet. Even uh, yeah. So um, it, sorry. Here's another one, real quick. Now, let me see. Make sure. No, sorry. This is this is the same robot. I'm sorry, but um, yeah, Skynet. But that's not just the end of it, you know. It has they have robots now that can clone themselves, clone themselves. Okay, and this is done. This is being done right now at a very small level. Um, it says mimicking reproduction in living organisms. So see, they have to mimic life in order to do these things. So they have to mimic God's creation. Um, researchers have built a simple self-replicating robot out of automated blocks. Uh, machines that can copy themselves have been built before, but the earlier experiments were limited to two dimensions or confined to a track. Um, Hod Lipson and his collaborators are at, at um, Cornell University have designed modular cubes called mole cubes that can assume a range of three-dimensional dimensional shapes. This is a quote. He says, people think of robots as durable metallic machines, and the only way to make them last longer is to make them more sturdy, Lipson said. Lipson and his colleagues are exploring a different paradigm in which robots become more robust through self-repair. Um, another quote, animals survive longer than robots because they can repair themselves. Lipson explained in a telephone interview. But, you know, I'm, I'm going to stop right there. But you see, they're working on these things. They're working on robots repairing themselves. Um, and so as, as they as, – because we're dealing with three things here. We're dealing with AI on one hand over here. We're dealing with self-replicating robots, which are stemming from the AI, because they have to have some sort of artificial – and then we're dealing with 
uh, robot armies. So, and then don't like take out of the equation nanotechnology because that's that's even whew, that just makes it just 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 more uh, uh, crazy if you want to call it that. But go ahead, Rory. Well, you talk about nanotechnology. That that is now you're going into where um, things are able to even go into the human body right. and do repairs. That's one able to do repairs, or they can go in and alter and change the DNA in the body, right. so on and so forth, or even monitor things that are going on in the body. So these things are, are like, they're so so far-reaching. It's, 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 of course, on one side, you could say it's amazing. On the other side, it's, it's very frightening to see that um, man, instead of looking at the Word of God to try to find the answers, they're looking within in themselves to see what they can do to alter their own DNA, okay, and to try to make things better. So, you know, no one wants to follow the, the things that God has put in place. They want to follow their own um, minds, which is just totally wrong in my eyes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, and uh, you sent me an article this week, and I just want to touch on that for a second, because it has to do with What's that? Uh, the article you sent me this week. Can you hear oh, me now? All right. Yeah, the article you sent me this week, and uh, we, um, all I can say is, if you have kids around right now, kindly take them out of the room for a second. Because uh, we have to talk about this, because it's very relevant, very relevant to what's going on. And to what right. uh, the show that I've we talked about it last week, and then you sent me the article this week, where basically the people in the porn industry are making sex bots, and this oh my goodness! All right, let me just step, take a step back. They've been making these hydraulic machines to do incredibly nasty things already. This is that, and this has been around for a minute, but. This is it's get, it's gotten so advanced now that people are pre-ordering these life-size sex dolls. The order the orders are through the roof. Uh, I think it's a well right now you could buy one or, or pre-order one for seven thousand dollars. That's that's the cost. It's like buying them with a car or something, right? And it's basically where it's, all right, let me just read some of this. News comes a uh, week after Dr. Helen Disco, a leading uh, authority on physiology, physiology of sex and relationships, claims sex with robots would become the social norm within the next 50 years. I see every time they throw out a number like that, it's, it's really ar- arbitrary because the technology is going so fast that 50 years is like, what? We really thought it's probably 20 years or, or 10 years, even, you know? Uh, so. They're coming out with these sexual robots that they say that they plan on making it so it's not to to take away the norma- normality of what we do today. It's basically if somebody's lost a loved one, uh, like a wife or a husband or something, or you know you're in between relationships. I mean, how disgusting is this? You know, we saw we talked about last week the the, the TV show Humans, and we see in the TV show where the husband cheats on his wife by 
having sexual relations with this robot that looks human that they brought into their house. And he just had to try it out, you know? I mean, it was just ridiculous. I mean, it's written by humans, of course, you know, but uh, you also have the women or the woman that was attracted artificial humanoid android robot <laughs> and she cheated on her husband. So it's actually reflecting what society would will do or have already done with rubber uh, toys like this. I mean, it's just really ridiculous, but it's a reality. And it's, this stuff has been shown in movies like uh, AI, artificial intelligence yeah. that came out years ago. It, and if if a, if the if man can think it, it's always a possibility, you know. So, and, and and that's that, that that and that's the thing, Chris. They use the the movies and and just push the envelope. It's always in the movies, yeah. and you right. will see it first and, in the movies, and then it, it becomes reality. Exactly, and, and at the same time, it's also it's also showing you the depravity of man's heart through our sin nature. Because uh, a rational man, you wouldn't think, would go and do this to a machine, you know? Uh, but you have men and women that do these things with animals, you know? So it's kind of like a thing where I want to see how far we can go. Not me, but the people that's doing this, you know? They want to see how far they can go uh, to try things that they feel they're safe in. The, a section of, like, these, these, they can't get this robot pregnant or something like that. You know what I mean? So it's just so the, the depravity of our hearts. Uh, a person that would do this, I mean, it's just, uh, just nasty. Anyway, can, go ahead. No, it, it's just... Amazing to me to see how how men they're leaving what's normal and going to what's not normal. And the the other thing is that they're willing to spend so much money in doing these things. And here's the thing: God said, "Hey, this is why a man should leave his mother and father." and he should marry a woman, and the two shall become one flesh. Mm-hmm. When that happens, two, a male and a female, they become one flesh in God's eyes. And that's why he created it. And then he said, you know, he also blessed the union. So there is, there is um, a stark difference there from what's going on in, to, in, in today's world. And, you know, that's how he set things in place. And he set them for a certain reason. And this is the only way that people can re- um, be reproduced. If they don't do it this way, they can't reproduce. So, um, you know, that's it. And some people say, well, but what about if the girl is sick? What about? Listen, hey, or the guy can't. Listen, this is the way God made it. It's not me. It's in the word. And you can't change it. You can't alter it. There's nothing that you're able to do if you want to say, well, I need to change my sex from a man to a woman. Change your sex. You will not be, you will know that you are not a woman. You will know truly that you are not a woman. You might look like one on the outside. You might even feel like one, but you're not one. It's a lie from the pit of hell. And, 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 you know, here's here's some more of the depravity right here, right? 
just to, to think of the, the, the ideas that are going into this thing. It says, um, the senior member of the institute believes sex robots are poised to become a mass market success. He knows this, okay? He says, we would be naive to ignore market forces for intimate robots, he told the BBC. Building human-like robots is quite easy once the mechanics are taken care of. Turning these robots into attractive companions is simply adding a skin, okay? Not difficult at all, and not uh, done much to date as much uh, most robots are built in research-led institutions, not businesses. That time is coming to an end, okay? There have been campaign groups actively voicing opposition to killer robots, but I foresee the time soon when humans are lobbying against robot companions or at least shouting, not in my backyard, talking here with, 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 uh, with knowledge of how the private sector is moving to put this in our home. And when you go to the transhumanism, transhumanism website, you see there in their own commercial that they they plan on having robots in every home, and uh, uh, among other things, okay, having your companion. Here we talk about companion here, you know, uh, whatever it may be, a little nanny or whatever, you know. So this is not something that's far fetched or a hundred years in the future. It's not the Jetsons, okay. This is going to be by as they say, as they say, twenty forty five. And they move their timetable to what, 2030, 2035, something like that? So, yeah. there are advances in this field of robotics and DNA manipulation and all these other things we've talked about that are simply moving faster than we think. And exactly. it's all so they could make their utopia on Earth, which is called the New World Order. But don't think that the common folk is the one that will be there. It will be the elites and the slaves, okay? And, of course, they'll be ruled by the Antichrist. But anyway, on to the next. <laughs> Unless you want to talk a little bit more about that. Well, um, you know, just just to let people know that, you know, these things are real. And um, if you don't believe what we're saying, go and look it up yourself. Not only that, if you don't believe so, go and look look at the, the colleges. Look who works. What what colleges are getting all the funding to do the research on these things, um, to do the research on the gene mani- manipulation, to do the to do research to alter the DNA of man, to build the super soldier, and these are the things that um, we're going on. Is super soldier new? It's not new. The Bible says there is nothing new under the sun. There was a super soldier that faced David. His name was Goliath. He was a soldier. And he was not supposed to lose that battle. His DNA was altered. Go read it in Genesis 6. When he came, he laughed. He was such a huge guy, a big guy, that the entire army, they weren't looking at God. They were looking at themselves and what they brought to the table. So they were fearful of him, fearful of this giant. And when David came, when David came, he came and he says, you come at me with sword and spear, but I come in the name of the Lord. And that's what the difference was. And that's what 
how he was able to kill the giant. So I'm saying to you folks, hey, don't take our word for it. Go look it up in the word of God. He says heaven and earth will pass away before it passes out of his word. So the word is true. It's real. God is more real than anything you say. People say, what are you talking about? He's more real. Hey, if you don't believe it, I'm just telling you. Now, today, we have science. Scientists, not science, but scientists are trying to look to see and trying to see if they can alter or bend time. E equal MC squared. You know, these are the things that God set in place. These are the things that he, he did before the beginning of time. And we are trying to now see if we can cast the bands asunder, take and, the bands you know off. That's what's going on. Go ahead, Chris. You know, you know what's interesting, and and we I just we just have to uh, kind of like put a cross platform on this here. Uh, all the things that we're talking about, you know, we, we talk about movies and video games, comic books, and where things come from. So we, we we miss something, and it's important that we say it because. There's a thing called a robotic agenda, okay? And this this is going into version man with machine. I know I said that before, but where I'm going with it, you might not think, right? Merging man into machine, and this idea has been around for a long, long time, <clears throat> longer than you would think. And there's a, a force that's leading our country, or some, some of our country, um, in our in our in our separate cultures, our multicultural um, spaces, and this forces music, right? And you do a search, do a search on the robotic agenda in music, and you'll see that a lot of artists are promoting this, whether it be a gimmick, whether it be a song, a costume. I don't care. It's there. And it's say by, by um, those people called um, oh my goodness, Elephant. What was their name? Oh my goodness, I can't remember right now. But it was three of them. Uh, Fergie was in the group. Oh my goodness! Somebody help me. What's the name of that group? But anyway, um, you have it. Uh, Madonna promoted it. Um, Kanye West, uh, a guy called called Common. Which now now remember. All of these artists I just named are from different religious backgrounds. Different religious backgrounds. So don't think that religion is going to separate where man is going. Okay? The only one that will, and it's, it's, it's our way of life, is Christianity. Christianity doesn't go along Amen. with anything. So Jesus Christ. Um, exactly, Jesus Christ. Um, Michael Jackson promoted it. He had suits like this. So, you know... This is this is something that pay attention to it carefully. Even um, Nicki Minaj, which most of the young uh, teens and and the young adults, twenty uh, something, are following, you know. So merging uh, man with ro robots, yeah, Black Eyed Peas is the name of that group I was looking for, and basically looking like a cyborg or having power through this emergence in technology. God said there's nothing new under the sun. Nothing. And when God says nothing, I believe he means nothing. Who's to say that this didn't happen before the flood? Who's to say? Because everything was corrupted. Corrupted. 
And th there's evidence, real hard evidence, that the cultures way back were way more advanced than we are today. And I'm not saying there were flying cars and all these other things. I'm just saying a lot of people have it in their mind that we're knuckle-dragging ape men when we're a very advanced human being, you know? And God kind of like took some of that away with, when, when he destroyed the world in the flood. And even after that, there were advanced civilizations. And it, that's, it's an historical record, but some of it's being held for me. But that's not what tonight's show is about. But this is a very important part when, you when it comes to the entertainment for you to watch the musicians. Yeah, they're doing all the cult rituals and the, um, the Grammy Awards and all these other award shows. But watch the robotic yeah. agenda with the music, too, because it's happening. And they're actually, some of them are actually mimicking the robot. I can't remember her name right now, but it's from a movie um, named Metropolis. And you can see this robot come to life in, on a chair in front of a pentagram. So it's telling you, this is not something of God, you know? So... <laughs> Bear that one in mind. And also going back into entertainment, I'm sorry, um, is to just move back into the Terminator series for a second. And they had a, a show on called Terminator, the Sarah Connor Chronicles. And in this one, the son was falling in love with the female Terminator, Terminator that came to fight by his side. And you heard you, there were there were chats around the internet about oh robot love they're gonna have robot love you know so the the, the 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 people's minds are already conditioned for this sort of mm. thing whether it be a half human half robot or a full robot on with 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 um human skin already conditioned because you'll see it in video games too okay so just be aware of that um and you know all I, all I say is you gotta protect your kids with you know, at least, at least if you're gonna watch it with them, at least explain some of this stuff because it's it's, it's something that it's a seed that gets into your mind, and later on it is you 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 start you know going towards that thing if you're if you're susceptible to that sin, you know, um, just you know, hey, Rory, take it over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear, well, one second. Uh, you, you were you were talking about a lot of stuff, Chris, and um, I would just say to people um, to just be in the Word, read the Word. Um, why I would go as far as saying that? Because everything else is just really, although you will see that it um, it's true what we we're talking about. You have to be very careful. You have to be grounded in the Word of God, and and that's what I would say, uh, have to say. Yes, there are a lot of things. There are a lot of things. It's 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 almost like the best way I could explain it, folks, is it's like an onion, but a very large onion. I mean, it has a lot of different layers, a lot of different layers, and what we see going on in the world, it's not only just about the AI or it's about the robot or robotics. Um, or the genome, or it's in the music industry, or it's it's in a lot of different places. And yes, everything that we're telling you is true. You don't believe it? Go look for yourself. It's there, and it happens. It happens. It's happening on a daily basis. 
and I would say the word of God. Seek seek God first. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all the things shall be added unto you. So all the things that you're looking for, seek God, and he will lead you into all truth. And that's not me. I didn't promise that. He did. And he's not a man that he should lie. And he, that's why he sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for our sins, that we would be grafted in, or that we would become joint heirs of what he has in store for us. So it's very important that um, everybody gets to understand what it is that we're sharing and what it is that we're talking about. All right? And and you know what? Uh, unless you're, I, I just want to touch on the entertainment part again because there's another mm-hmm. side to this too. And it's where people have sympathy for the robot, sympathy for the AI, sympathy for this inhuman thing. And well, you could, well, my dear brother, that's already in the movies. Right, and I'm just about to touch that. So, right. And not only in the movies, it's everywhere else, right? So I'm going to touch on a couple of movies and a couple of video games and things like that. Um, you have in the, the, the series Halo, you have the AI called Cortana. Cortana is the AI that helps Master Chief, who is a hero, um, go on his battles and, and, and take care of what he has to take care of, right? And in there, they 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 have a symbiotic relationship where they they can't get separated from each other, and it's almost like a love relationship. But it, it doesn't come out of that. At least I haven't seen the the the, the, the pre the, the the recent um games, but from what I understand, that's what it is. And now Windows uh, Microsoft has brought Cortana, the name as an AI, into Windows 10. So now you can develop your relationship with her by having her learn what you do all the time if you choose to, all right? So, but in the game, even when you're playing it, you kind of have this um, feeling that I hope nothing happens to Cortana. So it, it's already embedded in you, that, 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 that emotional part, attachment to her. So anyway, then you have wow. Transformers. You have Transformers and these robots that fall out of the sky, the, the so-called tech humans, blah, 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 right? You you become emotionally attached to these characters, Bumblebee, Optimus Prime, and so on and so on. And even when one dies, you're like, oh, my goodness, man. You know, it's just, this is how stories yeah. are told. Yeah. But it's something that, that back, um, they, they had a movie um, with a robot called Johnny Five back in the 80s. I can't remember the name right now, but uh, the, the robot's name was Johnny Five. When we were watching that as kids, when something happened to that robot, we were like almost near crying in the theater. You know what I'm saying? So, but this is a, this is a robot. You should be scared. You're like, okay, yeah, so what? You know? So, the, the emotional attachment that comes to these things is serious too, because you got grown men that can't get rid of their Transformers collection, not because it's worth money, because they just can't get rid of it. They don't want to because it's just. Some an emotional attachment they gotta have to and keep with them as, as long as they live. So you have that. You have this movie called Chappie that came out. That it's, it's this movie wasn't intended for kids, but I'm sure some kids watched it. Um, and it's this robot that has a, a certain AI in him, and it's a pretty um, ingenious AI. And he, it's being taught because as it, when it, when it's first turned on, it's like a little kid. It's scared, right? And then. 
um, its its owner gets separated from it through through some criminals. And anyway, the criminals start teaching the things, teaching how to be a thug and all these other things. And and basically, Chapri grows up to be you know uh, a well trained, um, uh, you could say like a teenager in, in a sense, right? And he knows how to shoot and all these other things, and he's pretty accurate in what he does. But anyway, he and his and his and his um creator—that's what they call him in the movies—become um, emotionally attached so much to where Chappie, the only way Chappie could save his life was to take the uh, the creator's consciousness and move it into a robot, so now they could go off together. That's the idea. That's the main idea of the story: human consciousness put into a robot, the robot's consciousness get transferred to another robot also. So I'm just I'm just giving you some instances. If, even from the eighties till now, where you were they're 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 making these stories so you can have a um emotional connection to these uh um robots and toys and, and all these things. But it's a serious thing because it's the same thing coming about in these new series. These new series about artificial intelligences in the home. Can't get rid of them because the kid is too attached or the mother's too attached or they had sex with it. It's just evil, you know? I mean, yeah. it, on, on a, on a, yeah, on a surface level, it just seems like entertainment on a surface level. But when you really think about it, it you're it, like, what? You know? But it's, 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 it's also um, not following... The plan that God has for us, and that is that is just like you said, just totally deviant. It's it's just bad. And and it's one bad. of the interesting things, one of the interesting things about some of these uh, movies or concepts or whatever is, it becomes so bad that the human begins to lose the care for human life, but cares more about artificial intelligence, robots. I'll give you an idea of how some of this works. You know, you have bots all over the internet, bots on the, the chat rooms, bots on the uh, the instant messaging system, and they'll talk to you like they're human. And you'll reply to them, and, and, and because it's happened, having an intellectual conversation with you, you, you get attached to it, start growing feelings for this thing. You know? <laughs> it's just weird. But... Just, just imagine what it's going to be like with the 3D glasses we talked about last week. 20 years from and, now. And, and yeah, some of the things they're, they're bringing into video games or whatever. Um, this virtual virtual worlds and, and all these things, uh, you know, it, it can get to a place where I can't even imagine, you know. Right now I'm just kind of like glazing over it just to inform people. But, you know, it's just going to be unbelievable what happens in the home, in the societies around the world through the AI, um, Android, and through the video games, and even some of the movies, the emotional attachment, um, they, they, they can't leave this world, uh, the, the fake world, because they're too emotionally attached to this, this, this persona. And, and you know, we're gonna, I'm gonna, we're going to bring this subject back, do some more research on it, because there's even a game out there where the, the AI is a little boy, and you get to talk to him, and ask him how his day is going. Ask him to, to send you a message. And I'm, I mean, literally, it's, it's a little boy. You can actually see him on the screen and everything like that. And wow. if, he wants, if you want him to draw something, you can have him draw it, 
and then you print it out on your printer, and, it, and that actual drawing comes out in your printer. I just can't remember the name of it right now because I wasn't prepared to talk about it tonight, but we could come back to this subject a little later. But it's just interesting what's going on in the game of, in the name of um, the industry of video games and, and, and some of these other places. But uh, anyway, go ahead. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just what you're saying, and, and, and you know, um, I'm alarmed every time. I'm alarmed every time we talk, and it's not so much that it's not. I'm not alarmed because I don't know what's going on. I'm alarmed that everyone is going for it hook, line, and sinker. I'm alarmed that people are not wanting to hunger and thirst for righteousness, but they're looking to um, to uh, getting into the involved in these things. He talked about these sex bots that people are doing and all these different things that people are looking at and say, well, now it's normal. You know, um, an article or something that I saw a couple of days ago, not a couple, well, probably a couple of weeks ago, where in Japan they were able to make a robot that looks exactly like a, exactly like a woman. And it's hard for you to tell the difference, even with the facial features. Now, when you're taking something to that great length, um, there was a movie out recently, Chris, that there was an, a, a robot that was there, and the man, this scientist, he created a robot, and he invited this one kid to his house. And um, she, he, he started to care for this thing, just like you're talking about. And I'm looking at this, and I'm like, people, like you said, they're generating, or they're not generating, they're having feelings for that is not real. It's an artificial intelligence. It's not even the same like a dog. Am I making sense? It has not even the intelligence of, 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 a, of a, um, a dog or a regular human being. It's just, I think it's a total waste of energy. If you really want to be challenged intellectually, and I'm not saying that you're not going to be able to be challenged, challenge intellectually and also to grow, I think it would be better for you to interact with a human being. One. Two, um, if, well, I, let me um, flip them around. The word of God. have to go back to his word. His word is sharper than any two-edged sword. His word is real. And you know what? The things that are written in the Bible, everything is there. It's precise. It's precise. And men have tried for centuries to disprove it, and they cannot. And what I'm saying to all these people that are listening tonight is that, you know what? All these things are coming. Yes, they are. But most importantly, hey, get into your word. Get into the word of God. Let's do what we have to do. Let's seek him. Let's hunger and thirst for him and for his righteousness. That's the most important thing that we can do. All right? Amen. At this point in time, I would like to, um, we'd like to move on to the next particular topic. I know, and folks, I know that you would say, well, 
you know, we didn't get into a lot of the things that, and, and, and Rory, you there? I can't hear you. All right. I'm not sure if we lost Rory or not. can't hear him on my end. <clears throat> but, yeah, she said we're going to go into another topic. Um, we're yeah. We're going to wrap up. The... Oh, okay. You there? Go ahead, we, we, need to, we, need, we need to touch on one more robotic topic, and that's the Transformers. Hello? The, the robots that transform. That's, this shouldn't take too long because, the, uh, as far as I know, the technology with the transforming robots hasn't progressed that much yet. But they're working in labs uh, around the world to try to get uh, robots to transform. And one of the things what we talked about earlier, how they fix themselves. But um, there, there, there are toy makers out there that make these things that you know uh, transform, but you have to do it with your hands. But there have been um, engineers that came up with toy cars that actually transform into a humanoid figure. I've seen two so far today. And they're, they're nothing that's scary or too wild for the imagination to really uh, take in. But it's, it's, it's kind of cool, kind of impressive. But at the same time, if they put more money into this type of research, which they have already, um, then this could become a reality very, very soon. Because in the Transformers movies, the way they made the Transformers to look and react to uh, physics and everything, they actually hired engineers uh, that would make these um, 3D models. So these robots that you saw transforming in the movie, they had moving parts, 3D, 3D moving parts. And that's how they were able to get them to uh, were able to get them to transform so well. Um, in fact, the, the the one that was in Transformers: Dark of the Moon, the um, Devastator, it was so huge, so um, gigantic, and so big that when it tra- when they rendered the animation for that, the computers in in um, Industrial Light and Magic, some of the computers burnt out because of that much information that they had to process because they had so many moving parts inside of that robot when it um not not when it just transformed but when it was on screen as as its total part because it was like uh five robots put together. But this technology is not far off. I'm watching a video right now in front of me. Um it says Japan builds a transformer robot that can actually transform from a car to a humanoid. You, you look that up right there what I just said and you'll find a video. Now like I said it's nothing to get scared about or whatever but all they need is for the right engineers, the right technology to put inside of these things, and they you'll have transforming robots um, from miniature to whatever size. But I'm not saying that you know this can happen quickly or anything like that. I'm not. This is just something that um, that uh, I think that you should be aware of. Um, I'm not making any um, conclusion of any type. But this is something to watch for, and and because they have so much, there's so much we can't talk about right now because there's so much, you know, uh, technology out there that's coming to us. Um, so just be aware that, um, and if you go on the 
transhumanism website, 2045.com, you will see that they have articles about the robots that um, transform, but they look kind of weird. They, they're like miniature, more um, nano type, uh, nanotechnology type robots. And but it's very interesting because you know this is not just a, a thought for somebody. This is actually going on, and this is something that we need to very pay, pay very close attention to because I don't know the outcome. It, it don't have to transform from a car to a humanoid. It could transform from whatever to a humanoid. I don't know, you know. But like I said, whatever man puts his mind to, God said it in the Bible. Be able to do it, you know. Um, that's what happened in the plain of Shinar. So, just something that, that, bear in mind that this is happening in the background, and maybe I'll be able to touch on it later, uh, even better at another time, but just wanted to put that one in there for tonight. Can you hear me, Chris? Yeah, I can hear you now. Can you hear me? Okay. Uh, for some reason, we just got, I'm cut off here. All right, so, um, what's going to be our next, um, uh, the next thing we're going to be talking about? Uh, you had two topics you wanted to cover um, aside of the robots. Well, we, apart from the, the robotics that we have we have we have talked about last week, we talked a little bit about about CERN, and we talked about um, the, the, this huge hydron collider that they have in in Switzerland, and I think it's in France also. And um, what's most fascinating to me is um, men or men not wanting to to follow after what the Lord has said, and, and now we we have learned, or we we talked about it last week, how they said, and quite a number of weeks, how they said that um, they wanted to uh, look for this God particle. They wanted to look for this God particle, and they have been searching, and they came across it. Now they're wanting to see if they can contain or get to the very essence, the very source. They want to get to what's known as antimatter. Antimatter, um, like one of the um, experts said, antimatter is it's hard to contain even a gram of antimatter. And they said one gram of antimatter would be like four Hiroshima bombs. Can you imagine that, Chris? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would be, can do, sorry, can be or can have the destruction of four Hiroshima bombs. Now, then I would say, I said, wow. Why go there? Why would people want to go there? You know, not only that, certain scientists are saying, hey, man, listen, we might be able to open a black hole. Um, other scientists are saying, hey, let's, we are hoping to cut through the space-time continuum, and maybe we can bring something from the other side. So they're experimenting with antimatter. They're experimenting with dark matter. They're, exper- they're experimenting with paranormal things. They're experimenting. So everything that is away from the word of God, opposite to the word of God, that's what they're going after. 
when we talked last week about Shiva, we talked, um, and, and uh, we didn't even get into it. Shiva is the one that controls a gate, a stargate. You think it's far off? We talked tonight. We read in Genesis 11. We read in Genesis 11, and we talked about how the men said, hey, listen, we are going to build a tower up to the heavens. It hasn't changed one bit. Men are saying today, hey, we are going to turn this thing up all the way until we can go through the space-time continuum, until we can break through time or even go into another dimension and bring something back or send something over there. Um, for me, extremely frightening. And we have also learned that for months now, actually speeding up the particles, speeding up the speeding up the particles before they smash them together. So they've been working, they've been speeding up the particles for months, almost moving the particles almost as fast as the speed of light to just to be able to see if they can open another dimension. And it goes back to the same thing Chris was talking about earlier, where it said that um, first thing that comes out, you see these things happen in the movie. Opening portals, opening um, different, um, well, different portals or stargates. And we talked about this a couple weeks ago, right, Chris? We talked about stargates. Yeah. Stargates. Yeah. Mount Hermon was one in the Bible where the angel would, would come to ascend and descend to do the will of. But now we're to see how these, we we're seeing these men are trying to do these things. And we know that um, in the dark realm or in the dark side, what they do, they normally offer sacrifices in order to get to do these things. But now science itself is throwing all the money that they have behind this. And you know what? If you're able to look it up, it's all the countries from around the world, all the top scientists are working towards this one goal. The same thing on the plain of China. Let us build us a tower. And I'm going to keep repeating that because that's what, they, that was, that's what they're doing. The magnets that are in CERN are some of the most powerful magnets in the world. They're more powerful than the magnet, um, than the, the magnetic force that keeps the earth in its place. So just imagine that. They're using this magnet to move particles at almost the speed of light. Amazing. I, that's all I can say. But when men use it to do other things, we have a serious problem. Some are even saying that when these things come online, this is why we are having earthquakes and um, and some of these other things that are going on. And that's the, this is one of the things. I don't know if you have anything to say, Chris, pertaining to this. And I, I think we're going to have to probably go into it a little bit more. We might have a part two to this. Go ahead, Chris. Well, well you know, this is why we, we start this show with this title, because what in the world are we doing? What are we doing? You know, when we were growing up watching these sci-fi shows and, and all these things that fascinated our minds into adulthood, we would think that these things were even anywhere close to being made in our lifetime. 
Absolutely. You know? What in the world are we doing? We're just bringing man into the into the brink of destruction, storing up God's wrath upon this whole planet. And when we talk about these things, I, I just hope that you are of the mind to accept that the Bible is real. And what it says in Revelation and in, in, in Daniel and Ezekiel, uh, if you know about the, the, those books and have studied them, stuff is real. God's wrath is going to get poured out on a wicked nation, or a wicked world, sorry, a wicked world that continues, continues to do evil. And, and you might say, well, we've been doing evil since Adam and Eve. Yeah, but we're going to do worse evil. We're going to get deeper and deeper into Satan's pit of, of, of dung. That's the best word I could say, you know, of, of just mess, you know, because what is this all leading to? I mean, people have the idea that we're going to become gods and, and travel the planet. How do you know that this universe is going to be around for another thousand years? How do you know that? You don't know. I don't know. You know, so they have these fantasies built on 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 their on, on their uh, evolutionary ideas, or I, I call it religion. You know, and, and and they move forward with that. And here they are with the same machine, trying to do reach into a realm they know nothing about, nothing about. Because as even um, if you go into the area of astrophysics, they say there's not no three dimensions, four dimensions, there's up to ten. How do you, how would your mind quantify that? You don't have no idea what you're messing with. And now you want to set this thing off, and we don't know what the repercussions are or will be. And we, we don't know. I don't know. Might be nothing. Might be something. You know, but the point is, why are you doing it? We know why. You set it on tape to open up portals, contact this and that, blah, 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 and get more knowledge. You know? So, man just wants to move on its own accord because of the sin nature that many have refused to understand that we have. They don't want to. They don't want to be accountable to a, a all loving a God, the God that created us, the God that came down off 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 of royalty, off His throne, to come live humbly among us and be resurrected to show His power over death. And, and, and everything else. They want to believe that. But they want to believe in fairy tales made up by demons. They want to believe in, in, in uh, that we came from animals or a primordial soup or all these little fantastic fantasy ideas that are out there that in the I'll end... Even, I would even go a step further. I will even go a step further. I would say, like the Bible says, vain imagination. Vain imagination. Vain imagination. That's what it is. Yeah. I mean, in the end, it's just going to lead you to hell or the lake of fire, you know, and it's going to show you that you ha- you did have control the whole time. Satan had control of you, and you did his bidding. I mean, this is just the, the raw reality of what we're dealing with here. Anyone... Anyone, I don't care how much you love them, if they're not a part of God's kingdom, they are serving the devil. It's in that is in the Bible. Because if you're not a part of, uh, 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 if you haven't accepted Christ in your life, you serve the devil. It's, that's just how it is. That's the raw, hard truth. And this that's whole true. movement 
the whole movement of all this this uh, AI and all. You know what they want to do? They want to create a, a global brain, a brain that we are feeding through our internet connections that is going to control a lot of things on this planet in the future. But what does that have to do with CERN? We don't know. But it's all, they're all marching to the same drum. Exactly. Man's own agenda. Satan's agenda. He blinds the minds of the people in this world. And, you know, the idea of portals shouldn't be new to any Christian. People that have watched all of these movies and shows, kids programs, because everywhere. But they made it. They make it to where you don't want to believe it. And the Bible makes it clear: these things are real. These things are real, and 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 we just need to be able to accept what the Word of God says. Move towards Jesus Christ, because I can't save you. Worry can't save you. The Spirit of God is calling you right. to be saved. Need His Spirit before it's too late. People, listen. We, we we know people personally that have come out came out of dark places, new age, occult, witchcraft, um, drugs, yes. alcohol. I mean, really dark places that maybe ha- that had e- even the same heart as you. What I'm saying is the same hatred toward Christianity, or not disbelief, or just really had some hatred towards God, and now they're they're working for the Lord. Working for yeah, the Lord. Why? Because they heed his spirit. They heed his calling because it, it, it is real. That's a fantasy made up by a couple men that wrote the Bible. No, 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 no. God wrote the Bible. That's the living word of God. People can't deny it. You know, um, exactly. um, like you were saying, it's it's so important that, that people people get it. You, you have to get it. And, you know, after we, we finish and we close off this show, one of the things that happens here is that no one, once you're listening to this, you can't say, you can't go before God and say, I never knew. So you will be held accountable for these words. You're going to be held accountable for it. And, it, um, you know, if you go and you look in the book of James, and it talks about, and I said, why am I bringing up the tongue? Because I'm looking at things through some different lenses now, and I'm able to see that, yes, man imagines it. Man speaks it, and it actually he's able to make it, or it, it, he can make it happen. And these are some of the things that I'm learning. The Bible says life and death is in the power of the tongue. And I've seen men. Some go on TV and proclaim that going forward, this nation is going to be so-and-so-and-so, or this is going to happen, or this is going to, that's going to happen. And they use that tongue that can change the course history. I remember when um, President Kennedy was the one who said, you know, we're going to put a man on the moon. He said it first, and he said it on national TV, and then they made it happen. People, some people realize what the tongue can do, and they have started doing that. 
but they're doing it differently. They're doing it in movies. So people go to the movies, watch it, come back, they talk about it. Hey, 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 you see that? They're able to trans. They're able to go through time, space, continuum. Wow, wow, well, let's do that. And then the mind follows suit. And I know it's taking us a little time and to talk about these things, and we're almost out of time. We have about eight more minutes. But I want people to hunger and thirst for righteousness, seek after God. And I, there's one more thing I want to go to, Chris, and I know it's not a lot of time, and I'll just, we just going to sort of came across on this one. It's harp. Harp. Um, I can't remember the, the meaning of harp. But what it does is, um, or maybe I should ask you, Chris, to go first, and then I'll, I'll join in afterwards. Harp? Yes. Oh, well, HARP means High Frequency Active Auroral Research Program. Basically, what ARP, okay. um, HARP is able to do is, is send up um, waves into outer space and project them Sound back waves, into the I think it is. Yeah, right. yeah, sound waves up into the atmosphere and then back into the planet to um, see how deep oil is or cause uh, earthquakes or control the weather or hurricanes or whatever it may be. Um, and, and, and America is not the only um, place that has a harp. Um, we have one, Canada has one, and a couple countries overseas have one, and they have a treaty where they say that you can't use harp against another nation, um, but they never say you can't use it on yourself. But anyway, go ahead. Right. But, but let's, let's go through and, and, and talk a little bit about the harp um, and what it, what it does. America has one, and there are other countries that have one. Uh, the most powerful one that I I think is out there is the one that we have. It's in Alaska, and it heats it heats up the ionosphere. If I'm quite sure, if I remember correctly, but yeah. what this thing is able to do, it's able to send a a sound wave into the earth, and they also. It is alleged that they use this to modify the weather. This thing can mod- modify the weather. It's sort of like the. Uh, it's sort of like a piano. When you play a piano, and there are certain vibrations that you get from the piano. Well, a harp is probably a thousand times more powerful than a piano. And play a certain key, certain things would vibrate because it it it's creating ripples in our ripples, so to speak, in the sound or in the sound wave, using sound wave. And Harp is able to do that. It was found by a gentleman who was working for an oil company, and he went one day and he had this piece of equipment that they would use to look for oil. And when he did it, and he, he you know, he drilled a hole or whatever they did and put it down into the earth and turned it on, um, the entire side of a mountain just fell. And at that particular point in time, he realized that, whoa, I, I didn't know that sound was able to do this. Um, and we just touched there. But also, we see that if you go to, and I know this is going to be a little weird, if you go to, in Peru, um, and some of these where they have the stones, I can't remember where, it might be Machu Picchu or one of these places, where they use sound to move various things, sound. So sound is very powerful. And men have 
have used they are using these things today to manipulate weather and do all sorts of other things. I think, my dear brother Chris, we are out of time, and I think we are going to have to come back and touch on harp. I would like to touch on harp again next week and um, just finish up what we're talking about. I don't know if you have anything else to say. Oh well, this will be a, this will be a good lead-in to um, the next program because again, what are we doing? You know, uh, this, this, these type of technologies most of the populace don't even know about. You know, um, and I could see if it was something that was just keep us safe and you know keep our right. you know safe and everything like that, but they can use it for whatever they want. You know, um, and I'm not going to throw out any conspiracy theories. I'm, I, when we come back on the next show, we're just going to talk facts. You know? um, right. I, I, cannot, I cannot sit here and prove that anything that another person says, unless I look at it for myself, you know? So, um, but we know the capabilities, and we, just, and we just said that. It's able to manipulate weather, cause earthquakes, because it's setting uh, the energy from uh, the, this, this, this beam that it sends down. Um, that can wreak havoc in the atmosphere. Um, so there you have it as far as heart goes. We just want to thank you for tuning in tonight, and, and thank you for all yes. the listeners that um, um, last week's show was a success, and we just want to thank you all, and, and we just urge you, if you're not saved, to turn the Jesus Christ to save Amen. Amen. And we just hope that you check us out, Check out the sh- the, sh- the the show, um, please check us out and send us your email if you would like to get in contact with us. Um, uh, if there's a topic that you'd like for us to come to you and talk about, we'd be more than happy to. So please um, be informed, read your word, and trust in the Lord. Have a great night. What are we gonna do as a church? Our souls need to wake up. We need to. Respond to the gospel of Jesus. He said, go into the world. We don't want to deal with reality, Christian. We don't even want to deal with reality even though we've been saved from this place. I'm calling on you today in the name of Jesus to rise up to the call of God. Christ is coming back soon. If I start telling people about hell, I might just scare them off. Where are you going to scare them off to? Hell number two? People stop and think about it. If hell really exists, and it does, I didn't say that Jesus did. Then don't you think people need to know about it? Can't you at least give them a fighting chance? Or are you just going to sit there and let them burn? Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.